Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for non-believers. Humanists, three thinkers and atheists tell me their life stories. They share their challenges and the work they do for humanism and human rights. You can support Babelfish by donating money through tenor.dk. You'll find the link in the podcast description. It's up to you how much money you want to donate. It's your choice, and I'll be grateful for any donations. Thank you. This episode has some background noise. I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm in the northern parts of Dar es Salaam, talking to Lucas, and maybe you can present yourself. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. I'm Isakwisa. Lucas Amanisie Mwakalonge. Uh, I've introduced with these names because these are the names which I use in my articles, which are using I used it to appear on the medium mm-hmm. or in the international free thinkers online uh, magazine that is being published by Scott Jacobson in Canada. Yeah, okay. So most of the people know me by these names. Oh, okay, yeah. I am Lucas, a member of Free Thinking uh, Organization, which has been registered by the government. It is called Bichojipia Think Anew. I served in this organization as a secretary and a founder since its registration from 2015 to this year. Mm. I am a free thinker and a humanist. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a fairly new organization. Uh, yeah, four a, years. Yeah. yeah, it's a new organization. Though we, as the free thinkers, we started a long years since 2000, and uh, I joined the free thinking uh, ideas since 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. As an individual, coordinating with the others, but not register, not official in a formal organization. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell me about uh, how did you become a free thinker and a humanist? Thank you. Yeah. The, the, the elements of being a free thinker started since uh, I was 15 years old. Though I don't know that I was a free thinker because I was born to my Muslim mother and mm-hmm. a Christian father. My mother forced me to go to mosque. My father forced me to go to the church. So you had to do both? <laughs> yes. Then later on, I refused. I said, I don't think if I'm happy to go in both areas. No. My parents used to beat me, but later on, they left me. But once I joined, when I reached the, in the year 2003, when I met Brother Sajibwa, and they gave me various materials and literatures on free thinking. That is where official I joined. But okay. some elements started since my childhood, since I was about standard three or five. That's early. Yes. What happened? Did, did you start questioning or what happened at that it, age? You know, I started uh, questioning by myself first about what caused these mountains? Because I was born to, in the southern part of a country called Songhea. Mm. It is surrounded by big mountains. Yeah. Asking myself, what is the origin of this? Then I asked my father. He told me that they were created. 
in schools, primary school, our science teacher told us it was due to to the compression and uh, about the forces of, from the uh, ground on the earth. Yeah. Then I was a bit puzzled. Then it came a time when I, th I thought that let me stop with this uh, uh, church things or mosque things because I'm confused from father side, mother side. Then I just remained uh, as an atheist, but not knowing that I was an atheist. <laughs> but once I reached in secondary school, form four and form five and six, meeting with geography books, mm. science books, Newtons, Charles Darwin, they added courage to me to know that I'm not alone. I said, let me follow this path. And how old are you in those grades? When you go to secondary school, you start going in secondary school when you are about 16. Okay, yeah. Then you finish 16, 17, about 20, because we start in secondary school about seven years. Yeah. From O level to A level, we spend about seven years. Mm. So I was, yeah. You were a teenager. A teenager, yeah. 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 But those literatures and science books in A level and O level made me to feel that this is the pathway. And I remember when I was in secondary school, I was punished by my teacher one day because I refused to enter in religious program. And I told him that I want to form my own way of reason. He said, if you want, write a letter, then we will see and give you a room. Hmm. I did try that, but they refused. They said, either being a Christian or Muslim, we don't understand what you're saying. Okay, so you couldn't choose not to believe. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. What happened then? Uh, then I remained uh, quiet following the instructions of the school because otherwise you can be kicked out of mm. the school. But once I finished A-level, then I went to teacher's training college. After teacher's training college, I started teaching in the year 2000. And there... From there, 2002, I, Brother Sajigo came from Netherlands. Mm. He came with a lot of literatures, books like of magazines, books of Paul Kuhs, uh, like uh, Living Without Religion, the, Phobia, the Phobia, I don't know, Humanist Manifesto, and other literatures. Mm. Then I started reading those literatures. Then those literatures came to answer me that Ah, all of the struggle of the mind that you have been passing, perhaps you belong to this mm. group. And from there, 2004, I did manage to travel to Berlin for youth conference. From there, once I came back, I said, oh, now in the world we are men. <laughs> there is where official yeah. I got involved. When you participated in the youth yeah, conference. Yeah, youth conference. Yeah. It added me... Uh, it added me much confidence to know that we are worldwide. Yeah. I am not alone. And especially there was Professor Rob Boytonen. I do remember him very much. He was from the Humanistic University in the Hutrecht. I don't yeah. know. It's Hutrecht. Something like Hutrecht. Yeah. In, in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. It was so inspirational. And yeah. I met from other members from India and uh, Pakistan yeah. and Europe. I said, oh, I'm not alone. Yeah. yeah. 
so this my this is my journey mm. of being a free thinker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what uh, what else do you do as part of the organization? You as the secretary. Uh, in fact, I am the founder. Yeah. And a, a secretary. Yeah. In fact, since uh, I was injected, an injection there in Berlin, yeah. I said it was an inject. It was like a seed. Once I came here, it germinated. While I was a teacher, mm. I used it to lecture to my students, yeah. secondary students, about humanistic uh, news. Then it was not enough. It's where 2015 we decided to form an organization to make it official, recognized by the government. And my duties are first to supervise uh, or to advise my chairperson to strategize mm. on how to make youth coming to us. For example, we formed a WhatsApp movement group, Facebook, we used the internet, and we organized two confer different conferences since 2015 where we invite uh, different people. Yeah, in Tanzania. In Tanzania. Yeah. Yeah. We make an outreach yeah. uh, going to streets and also target youth from the universities, but much we use this cyber, we use internet. Yeah. And Sajibwa is very much dedicated on that, but I'm also an advisor. And apart from that, I we use our own resources. For example, this uh, building is my legal chamber, is my legal firm. Yeah. But I said as part of my uh, volunteer and the dedication to the organization, since the organization has got no uh, proper office, there is where I offered this bench. That side you see it, yeah. that's party for Nichojipia, and this part is for my uh, law and uh, legal activities. So you've given some, a part of your office In to my, the organization? Yes, yeah. part of my office is yeah. my way of contribution, yeah. though I don't have money, but... You have some space. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And plus other things that maybe I'll mention once we go in questions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How is, uh, because now you are a lawyer, so it's interesting for me to know, how is the law in Tanzania in relation to uh, to uh, non-believers? Is there any discrimination in the law or is it a secular law? Yeah. Thank you very much. Can I pick that constitution? Yeah. You allow me because yeah, I I, I'm going try. to answer the yeah. oh oh sorry oh, for a minute. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm starting to respond to your question yeah. following Article Three of the Constitution of the United Republic of Tanzania yeah. of 1977. In Article Three, it says that the United Republic of Tanzania, it is a democratic. Mm. Secular okay. yeah. and adhering to multi-party democracy. Okay. So it's a secular constitution. Tanzania yeah. is a secular state. And yeah. our constitution as per Article 3 is a secular one. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that though things are in the constitution, in Tanzania we have about 30% Muslim, 30% Christian and almost 30 non-believers. Non but Christians and Muslims are very powerful. Okay. They want each and everything to be in a religious way. 
You find even a president who is being sworn by the constitution to be a secular. He wants things to be, uh, to balance from mm. religious whatever. Okay. So, even though the constitution allows secularism, now to push the movement going to the people, it's a little bit, um, you get some sort of challenge, whatever. Mm. Though the law says that. But the laws in Tanzania allows people to be secular, to be non-believers, to be even not believing in, different, mm. in anything. Yeah. For instance, I wrote an article, you will Google it, you see in the medium. Father of the nation and the secularism in Tanzania. I explained everything about the struggle for those who are non-believers, though the constitution allows, but they hit a lot of challenges. Mm, but okay. because I'm a lawyer, I know how <laughs> to, to, to push it. Yeah, so okay. we do our things. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you for the response. Yeah. Uh, because I also know that Kenya has a secular constitution, yes. but it might not be the case in all East African countries. Yeah, yeah. it's a secular, as yeah. per Article 3 of yeah. our constitution. Uh, yeah. So, when you look at the constitution, there's no discrimination, but in everyday life, exactly. Article twelve, from Article twelve to Article sixteen, they, to Article twenty, they talk about freedom of expression, freedom to join any association, freedom of whether to believe or not to believe in God, and the freedom to find to propagate to promote to spread what what uh, what uh, you believe yeah. for example we as DHGP free thinkers we are allowed by the constitution to say anything to pro like what churches are doing but the problem is the society by itself yeah. but it doesn't mean that we are quiet but on the first time they will wonder about you, even though laws allows that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. we are utilizing that open opportunity, even though they don't like. But we, so long as we know the constitution allows to do so, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, are people being treated differently if uh, you are non-believer in the society? Yeah. Um. Friend, you know, Africa is different. It's better you are here. Mm. Christians and Muslims are the bigger problem in our society. Okay. You may exercise everything as per constitution, and you go to government officials, whatever. You will see that the law says this, but treatment, because religion is within the people. Even though he's serving in the government post, but sometimes his or her religion drives her, her or him. So, you meeting discrimination, meeting threat is obvious there, mm. madam. I'm telling okay. you, it's yeah. obvious there. But it needs courageous people who know how to defend yourself and knows the law and how to pressure. Yeah. Otherwise, if you are weak, they will over. They will overturn you. They will overpower you because they are many. In fact, in my articles, if you get a time, you read my articles. They lack tolerance. Yeah. They cannot kill you 
but you first discriminate. For example, I myself, there was a time even my family said, We think you are not proper, uh, you mentally you are not okay. okay. Until recently, my sister, he, maybe he's of your age, traveled to London. Then she came back to say, Brother, you were right. In Europe, people don't believe anything. These are not true. <laughs> yeah. You see, without that, you were a fool or lunar, isn't But what you did is how the world is. Yeah. So, in fact, we have enclosed an island as if we don't know what is going on on mm. the other parts of the world. So, in the beginning, when you told them that you were a non-believer, what was their reaction? In fact, they were laughing at me ah. and thinking that maybe this man is a fool but there was happiness on the side of my grandmother and my mom they thought that i want to detach from christianity <laughs> going to their side of muslim uh, but later on they discovered i am neither on their side or my father <laughs> so they thought you would change side exactly uh. but later on they say hey, he's not coming to our side and he's not Ah, there is something else. Yeah. But now they realize that I am good. And um, something good to add. Two to three years ago, my father joined the master's in theology. Okay. Then he called me to do his assignments. And I used much of the books, of the humanistic books. Mm-hmm. And I said, my dad, some of the books are the books that are humanistic books is the movement that you were doubting mm-hmm. and in that school of theology is it is where because they are being taught by americans they were taught that in some parts of the world there are other people who are called humanists and there are books in their library so my dad said ah oh, so my son you you had a not a very bad track but maybe be a due of the ignorance mm. so sometimes we get a problem with these Christians and Muslims because they have inhabit, they have uh, taken a Christian from its early days. They don't know that the contemporary world is changing. So dogmatic, and yeah. uh, they are not flexible. Mm. Believing Quran or Bible in an outdated way, lack of traveling and exposure, ignorance. That's also a problem. That's why they interpret their religion in a fanatical mm. way. Uh, I think it's, maybe it's also because Christianity has not been here that long. Exactly. So it is the early days. Yeah, and in the early days, you tend to be more ex- fundamentalistic exactly. about your Exactly, that's belief. also... Yeah. yeah, because in my country, Christianity has been there for a thousand years. Oh, in Tanzania, Christianity is, is about 150 years. Yeah. Only 150 years. Yeah. So it's yeah. only a few generations. A few, few generations. Yeah. So it's like that, madam. We mm. get problems, but we survive yeah yeah and there's progress you think in fact let me give you an evaluation since we formed our organization mm-hmm. me i see a lot of progress first we have been connected via whatsapp Sajiga will show you there are a lot of people who are joining and others who want to join us mm-hmm. we have made interview with a prominent uh, nationalist fighter Mm-hmm. That uh, interview was published in the medium and in the local newspapers. 
it has drawn a lot of intention. Brother Sajigo has been going to public now in the human rights uh, conferences and is declaring in open. Mm. And also, we have a website that also attract people. And also, we have been writing and we have been doing an outreach. Yeah. So, number is increasing. Although, others are not regularly coming to the conference we organize, but they do support us. Okay. And it's because it's a big country, so... It... It's a big country. We are, about, uh, we are approaching 50 now. We are approaching yeah. 50 now. So, with the few resources we have, in fact, we are trying. Yeah. I can say we are having improvement. Even registering. Mm. Registering, agree that the government agreed to register. That is an uh, progress. Yeah. And then, because you can be registered and being, being uh, removed from the uh, roster of the registrar. But until today, we survive. Mm. We have organized conferences since 2015. And we have people on the WhatsApp and the others we are meeting. We are having an office. Our outreach is there. And we have a lot of plan to make an outreach. So it's progress. Though it's gradual, mm. but the progress is there. Yeah. To me, to mm. my opinion, because yeah. I know where we came from. Yeah, and the social media has done a lot. Social media, madame, is done a lot. In fact, much of our members have been uh, obtained via social media. Brother Sadigwa is so good in connecting. Mm. He's making outreach on the ground and on social media. But to tell you, social media has been a great assistant. And in Tanzania, most of the youth now are in social media. Even mm. the government now yeah. is going to social media so as to capture youth. All the young ones have exactly. phones mobile phones, mobile phones. <coughs> or laptops. Yeah. <coughs> so it's like that. Mm. Yeah. Social media has been an, our AK-47 yeah. to spread this <laughs> movement. Yeah, and then the young ones want to get more information exactly. and they're curious. And uh, and uh, the person whom you interviewed yesterday, David, yeah. David Msomba, he's uh, searching a lot of books on soft copies and we share them yeah. via social media. Uh, I need a certain book, then you get it. So it has been very vital. It's also a moving library. Mm. So it has been a forum where we search new members, where we exchange, where we communicate, where we organize, where we share yeah. books and other things. Yeah. Yes. And that's an advantage that we actually can share books exactly. online. Yeah, also, online. Also, and not just hard copies. Yeah, not hard copies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So in the public... What can you say? In the public media, is there then a changed attitude towards non-believers? Or is is there still a stigma if you are non-believer? <coughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because there is this. Madam, our, our Tanzanian government and the state is a secular. Hmm. Now we have Tanzania Broadcasting Corporation Radio, Tanzania Broadcasting Corporation Television. <clears throat> yeah. In the television, we have 
Christian program on Sundays and Muslim program on Fridays. Only these two, despite yeah. there are so many whatever religions, whatever. But verbally, if you go to the media to ask for a program, <clears throat> I don't think if there will be a problem if you will pay maybe money to for the airtime. But the perspectives of those who are saving, mm. there will be stigma. Oh, there, there are some stigmas. That has happened because there was a time I was doing a research of PhD in Radio Tanzania, Tanzania Broadcasting Corporation on Radio. Then I spoke to one of the pre radio presenters. I said, can you offer programs for those who don't believe in God? Mm. He said, are you insane? How can we air such program? But I told him that. But the country is secular. They mm. say, we don't do that. Sometimes you can go even to court. I'm working in court. Yeah. Laws says about secularism, whatever. but you find the judge himself, when you say that, I don't believe, that judge starts to mock or start to, okay. to, to get perplexed about you. Mm. So you find those people whom you think they are on the instrument of assisting mm. themselves, they take religions there. So stigma on the instrument of the government as television or whatever, they, it might not be there, but those who are conducting, they are a little bit, uh, I don't know, or whatever. But something wonderful is that in the TBC, Tanzania Broadcasting Corporation, through Minister of Tourism, they always air the program, it is called Zamadam in Kiswahili. But in a real sense, it is all about the social Darwinism. Zambandam yeah? is about, they talk up, they teach about evolution. So oh. the government, via Minister of Tourism, there is a program that is aired in TBC, is typical Darwinism. Yeah. So they, they refuse in one way, but in another way, <laughs> indirect, they yeah. allow some of the programs. Okay. So maybe if we get program, we will not say really that we don't believe in this, but we'll say we teach about Darwinism, we'll teach about Einstein, we'll teach about uh, Isaac Newton. Yeah. And in the schools, they are there. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like that. Okay. I don't have a direct answer, but I, no. I'm asking through experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it's people's minds that needs to be changed. Exactly. Yeah. People's minds, a problem. Say, Look, our laws and the mm. state is this way. So let us adhere to this. Yeah. Let us stop our own emotion, mm. our own stains. Yeah. So education is needed so that to persuade people to go with the contemporary world yeah. and uh, the matters uh, of the constitution. Mm. Because just in a single minute, there is a right, there, is, there was a problem of gays in Tanzania. One yeah. leader wanted to in prison there, whatever, whatever. But Minister of Foreign Affairs and Minister of Home Affairs said the government is standing and the constitution, we don't segregate mm. them. Yeah. But there has been a very, very bitter war since November until now. People want even to kill. They don't want to hear about homosexuals. Okay. But the constitution allows them. Yeah. So that's what we get. Law says this way, but perception of the people. 
is driven by their religious emotions. Yeah. Yes. So, but that, when that's an advantage then that your constitution is like that, because else there could be yes. some major changes exactly. due to religion. Exactly. And the, the bigger thing is that any human right that is here in the constitution, mm. you can enforce it via high courts. Yeah. Any violated human right that is in the constitution, mm. you can go and claim it in the court. So as yeah. you said, it's advantageous, mm. no matter on the mindset, but the state and the law permits yeah. free thinking, humanism and secularism. You will read them in my articles. I have about number of articles, six okay. articles I've explained on that. And law and the free thinking in mm. Tanzania. Yeah. Yes. But you think that people's minds will change over time? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. You know, I am a teacher. Mm. We have been taught to impart new to impart new knowledge to uh, to people. There is this person, Pavlov, there is a psychologist, Pavlov, mm. when we are in teacher's training college, we are taught that any person, when he hears something for the first time, he may be um, adamant, hesitant to mm. accept it. But when you take time, you repeat, you teach him, you persuade him, then you show examples then it will reach a time when we'll accept. Because as a history teacher, we find even Christianity and uh, Islam faced some sort of resistance yeah. on its first encroachment. But later on, things became normal. So, to my views, if you are proper, if humanists and free thinkers are properly organized, well-coordinated, well planned when you make an outreach proper planning you will get mm. members yeah. because it's like throwing seeds christians are throwing seeds humanists will be throwing seeds muslim will be throwing seeds mm. at the end of time christians will get them humanists will get them so it's about technicalities and the proper planning. We'll get them. Okay. It's easy to change. Yeah. Yeah. It will just take time. It will take time. Yeah. But obvious we'll get though not in a bigger number like the region, but obvious you will get. That's why even us we were not uh, dropped from Pluto or your uh, <laughs> Saturn. Mm. We are here. Yeah. And and something which is good. Sometimes when we get new members, they say, ah, I thought I was alone. Yeah. Thank you for getting you. So people are there mm. in the universities, on the streets. What we need is an outreach. Yeah, you need Ways, to connect. Yeah, connectivity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, my opinion mm. via experience as a teacher and a humanist. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. It was also a pleasure. In the next episode, I'll be talking to Teresha. She's a young freethinker who studies sociology. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense. This means I'll be forever grateful for any donations through turner.dk. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, please contact me. Thank you for listening. You'll also find Babelfish on Facebook. 
You can find me on my blog and on Instagram. Follow the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human. Thank you.